Was that it? Was that all the music I get? That's it. They never tell me that, that this music's going to cut off. I think I'm going to fade it at a certain point. Yeah. So um, if anybody's listening, uh, for those of you that are listening, go, what the hell's going on? Which is the way the show always starts, is normally with me going, is this thing on? Am I on the air? Uh, you're listening to This American Podcast, Comedy Edition on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. I am Tony Visit coming to you live, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time from uh, uh, deep in Old Town Scottsdale. We're the only people who have old fun in Old Town are young people. Um, we are on the fifth floor of the Scottsdale Financial Center. In case you want to stalk us uh, at this corner of Indian School and Buckboard, and we're gonna we're gonna start right off, right off immediately with our guest. We have a, a guest. And first off, I got to say, when we were doing research, because we researched you, oh, thank okay, you. Uh, I started going, well, this guy's a musician. So, because right. uh, there's a Chris DeStefano. Am I saying that correctly? DeStefano, yeah. DeStefano. Yeah. I just like, we'd like to change it the way that we say it, if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah, whatever you want. Say it again, DeStefano. DeStefano. I like that. That's better. Yeah. That's better than the way I was saying it. The yeah. way I said it was a little a little clunky. Right. Hey, what there's a do? musician with your last name. Yeah, and he, he won't, um, sometimes he gets tweeted, people tweet at me. Uh, my Twitter's Chris D Comedy, but they tweet Chris DeStefano, and then he tweets at me. Um, I think you mean this guy, and he gets like all upset. I'm, I asked him two years ago, I was like, "Can I just have your Twitter name?" And he was like, "No, not giving it up." I was like, "You have two thousand followers. Can I just have it?" And he was like, <laughs> "No, not giving it up." But he's like, you know, if you see a picture of him, he's like these glasses. He's like a real hipster, yeah, freaking quinoa lover. Have you had people ever show me your show going, "Where's your banjo?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were playing the banjo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are probably going to his show, going, "Hey, tell some jokes about being from Brooklyn." Oh, yeah, yeah, always. Well, yeah. I mean, my comedy is is I talk about you know I'm autobiographical, yeah. So I talk about. You know what I got going on in my life, which is where I'm from. Some of that, but you know, here out here, the show last night. There's a lot of people from the East Coast that live here yes. now, so so it's relatable. When yes. I was in Indianapolis last week, <laughs> they were like, "What is a Puerto Rican?" I used to tour. I used to play Indianapolis a lot, and they didn't. Oh they God. go, "What is a tan?" I hate yeah. that city. You don't I like mean, Indianapolis? Oh my God, yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. No, no, I mean the people there seem fine. I just do not know how people live in boredom. I mean, it's literally. First of all, the people there in Indianapolis. I, I, I've never in New York. You, you can get away with anything, and I don't care who yeah. you vote. See, for me, it doesn't matter who wins the election. Like, I, my neighborhood is run by the Lombardi crime family. You just family. want to know who to pay off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's like, as long as, yeah, as long as my money's in, my cash is in to the crime boss, I'm good. But, <laughs> but so I don't care, Clinton, Trump, whatever. But in Indianapolis, they, I mean, they are so pro-Trump that I'm just like, Holy. Well, they're hemmed in by the 465. Yeah. And they, and they because of a NASCAR, they all think that they're NASCAR drivers. And then when you get stuck in traffic, you get very angry. Yeah, I know exactly. I know what you're talking about. Oh, sure. man. I, I wanted to go. That was one of those cities that was like, you know what? I love America. And, again, the people there were some of the – most of the people there I met were nice. But some of the people at those shows, I was like, ugh, you guys are the worst. Yeah. You're the worst, man. Now, you grew, you grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. I grew up in Brooklyn. I never actually lived in Bay Ridge, but I used to stay there for months at a time. Yeah, that's where I live now. You live in Bay Ridge? I live in Bay Ridge. Which is, uh, uh, that neighborhood is uh, the, the uh, classic uh, movie Saturday Night Fever. Boom. Is based on uh, some fellas uh, from Bay Ridge. Right there, man. The Verrazano Bridge. That's where that kid sure. fell off. 
I uh, I used to stay there. I had for when I used to when I used to uh, uh, tour, and I would stay there for like months at a time. I used to stay in Times Square at really nice hotels. Or oh, yeah. <laughs> in Brooklyn with friends of mine. And what I found freaky about uh, Bay Ridge was I'd be there for like a day, and everybody knew everything about me. Sure. I'd walk into a pizza place and go, "How about we know what you eat." Yeah, <laughs> we know. We know where you stay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there were gyms in Brooklyn that were actually like the upstairs. What used to be like uh, uh, some place where you stored stuff. Yeah, that weren't fixed up at all. Just had a bunch of equipment in it and a bunch of guys. I mean, you like you're a big dude. You work out. Guys twice your size. Sure. You know, and like really loud pants sure. and, and and like baby tees who had like 19 inch biceps. Yeah. Who were always on some big brick phone going. Give me the points. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. never lifting weights, and they all had giant muscles. Yeah. And they were all going, give me the points. Well, to Bay Ridge, uh, you know, Brooklyn in general has become very gentrified now. And yeah. there's a lot of people from all different parts of the country living there. But Bay Ridge is like that last stand real New York neighborhood. Like you still got guys sitting outside coffee shops, you know, screaming sure. about the Yankees. And to be honest, like Bay Ridge, is, is, it's become like a, like a culture you know, like a, a a culture melting pot because like the biggest Iranian and Middle Eastern population in the whole state lives in Bay Ridge on in the 70s on like 70th Street to 80th Street and then from 80th Street up to 100th Street, it's all the Italians. But they all like kind of blend in now and every, yeah. there's no, doesn't, I've never heard like racism or anything like that. Just Maybe a lot of mustaches. Just a lot of mustaches. And you know what? You know why they were probably watching you? Because you got a ponytail. They were like, look at this guy, <laughs> this guy with a ponytail. Walking yeah. around. They were very friendly. It was yeah. like, you know, where I, I encountered the same thing in uh, South Boston. I stayed in South sure. Boston for a long time. Sure. And I went into a coffee shop, and I wanted somebody to go, you're staying with Uncle Leo, aren't you? I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I'm staying yeah. with Uncle Leo. And yeah. It was a guy I knew who was like a mentor of mine who was like a, a very uh, straight-up guy. is an older guy, but had been a counterfeiter in South Boston when he right. was young. And he go, oh, you're with Uncle Leo. Right, right, right. I'm not really with anybody. I got a question for you. Yes. This is a serious question. It's yes. an important question, okay? Yes. Uh, I love New York. I've been to New York many times. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking my wife, who actually produces the show. She's sitting right there, Shirley. Hello. She will be taking her first trip to New York with me in Ooh. January. Now nice. I know, but we're going. And I always make a trip. I make a, uh, uh, a pilgrimage mm -hmm. to uh, um, uh, Mott Street. Oh, sure. Okay, and I go to Umberto's. Now, yeah. I know a couple things about Umberto's. I know that it's not in its original location anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean its original location. And people are telling me there's actually a better Italian street, a, t a better Italian restaurant a couple doors down. Is that true? Um, Little Italy definitely has amazing Italian food and Umberto's, of course. You yeah. can't go wrong with that. And I'm sure whatever the restaurant people are talking about two doors down, can't go wrong with that either. But you can also find... I mean, just as good Italian food in Brooklyn. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn. Oh, is, yeah. A lot of those guys, that's where they're from anywhere. That's where they live. And they just come and they're, because, you know, they know that the tourists are going to come to a Little Italy. But real New Yorkers, you know, I've eaten a Little Italy plenty of times. But, yeah. I mean, you know, some of the places in, that you'll find out, you know, in Bay Ridge or yeah. in some of these other Brooklyn neighborhoods are just as good and you don't have to wait in a line and there's, you don't have to pay as much, you know, because yeah. cause you're on the outskirts of Brooklyn. But, Wherever you go in Little Italy should be fantastic. It's be delicious, yeah. You should have went, you should last just a couple of weeks ago there, the San Gennaro Feast, the Little yeah, Italy Feast, yeah. man. That would have uh, been fantastic. You went. I made a mistake one time of uh, being in New York City, and usually my thing is, you know, is uh, the, the first night I hit New York, I just hop, hop in a cab and go take me to Umberto's, 
you yeah. know, and uh, or I go clams, and they just take me there. Yeah. And uh, uh, but I had gone my last night, and then flew back to Arizona. Okay. And then went to an Italian restaurant here and went, am I eating cardboard now? Yeah. What is this? And it was a good Italian restaurant for Arizona. Yeah. Well, there's some pizzeria somebody t- that Jimmy Kimmel always goes to. Um, some pizzeria that, that let me. Look they, it up. I'll lo- I'm looking it up. No, I, somebody texted to me. But you know what it is? I think it's the water. It is the water. That's, that's, that's the only key to an, any Italian restaurant that's opened Outside of New York, the only thing that they do differently is those restaurants will ship New York water and cook without water. That's dude, the only thing they do. Dude, in the 80s, I was working at a place called Rascals. I don't know if it still exists uh, over in New Jersey. Sure, oh, sure, yeah. And there were some uh, some gentlemen who were the members of a private Italian organization oh, okay. who were managing uh, a comic who was on the bill. And uh, they liked me. And they came up and they uh, they were yelling at the guy who owns the club going, how come this guy ain't working on a club? Yeah. You know? And yeah. Uh, then they looked at me and they go, you like uh, you like steak, you like chops, and they told me they'd open up a restaurant on La Cienega in Los Angeles. Yeah, and they go, but we ship in our own water because yeah. the water's garbage. That's it, it is, and if I had never been to New York, and I used to always have New Yorkers that I, I would meet going, you can't get good pizza anyplace else in New York. And yeah, I thought that's bull crap. I go to New York, I'm in Bay Ridge, utter slice of pizza. I go, Jesus, it's true. Yeah, it's the water. It's it it is. It's the it's it's pizza and bagels. That's, yeah, yeah. It's all about the water there. And the pizzeria I'm talking about is Bianco. Bianco. Yeah, yeah. I think I've eaten there. Uh, yeah. It's Jimmy Kimmel's. They say it's Jimmy Kimmel's favorite. Yeah. Well, he, we... and he. I guess he would know. I don't know why I thought he would know. By the way. Well, he he was he's from here, kind of. Is he from here? Yeah, he has family here. There's a very funny uh, female comic in town. Uh, I like it. Uh, here. Yeah, Jill Kimmel is his sister. She's a comic in town. His his family yeah. lives here. And by the way, I feel like bad about hating on Indianapolis. I no, go ahead. It. I was just, you know what it was? I felt too safe there. It uh, is it, pretty New safe. New York, you don't feel safe, and I like that. And people were so nice in Indianapolis that I was almost getting offended at how kind they were. Because in <laughs> Brooklyn, you're just not raised like that. You're raised to live in fear, and everyone's mad at you. But isn't it safer now than it was at one time? When I used to go, I used to live in Times Square in the '80s. And you hit the street, man. You know, yeah. you, you hit the street with murder in your eye because yes. if, if there was if there was a sign of weakness in like one yeah. iris. Yeah. But then uh, uh, many years later, I took my daughter. She was a kid. She was ten, and we stayed in Times Square. It was like Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, New York has gotten safer, hasn't it? It's no. New York is safe. I mean, New York, it's safe to me. It's my it's my hometown. You know. Yeah. So I don't. You can't know. be weak. You can't. No, no. 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 You can't be weak at all. Yeah. You know. And I know, like. Like I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing a, a Tampa Bay uh, Devil Warriors jersey. You are. Yeah, yeah, and like this morning, like I knew there was East Coast people here because this morning I went to Mimi's Cafe. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it was good in there because I'm still on New York. You're trying time. to get diabetes? Yeah, I'm t- I want to get diabetes. <laughs> and, I, and I'm on like New York time. So I was up at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, you know, so I went there. And then as soon as I walked in, some guy was like, Devil Race? What kind of jersey is that? And I was like, where are you from? And he goes, New York. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, already, because, like, in Indianapolis, I would wear other teams' jerseys, and people were like, oh, is that your team? Like, yeah. you know, it's like the rival team. Like, they would be like, oh, wow, cool, yeah, we're supportive. We're in New York. They'd be like, do me a favor, take off that jersey and leave the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're not wearing anything Yankees or Mets, you can take a walk, you buddy. You can take a walk. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You, you could, it's like uh, uh, I was in a, a L.A. Raiders fan when I uh, Oh, yeah. And you could not wear... You could go to a Rams game in anything. You could go right. to a Rams game, you know, wearing yeah. wearing you know a pink hat, yeah. you know, and yeah. go and nobody cared. 
You went to a Raiders game. Yeah. I was there. The uh, the uh, this is all. Old. These are old stories, man. I was there the year that the Raiders went to the Super Bowl in the eighties, and, oh, nice. and the, the AFC Championship was against the Seahawks. Yeah. And there was a contingent about a thousand Seahawks fans sitting in one section. Right. And I don't think any of them made out of there out of the Coliseum alive. Hell no, Ice Cube <laughs> knocked them all down. You ain't gonna get past Cube. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you still live in Brooklyn? I still live there. I'm at yeah. Bay Ridge. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a daughter there. You know, me and my daughter, my girl, we all live out there. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's nice. I, I, uh, if, uh, you know, in this career, it's either you're in New York or LA, and people are like, oh, you, sh- you, you know, you eventually got to go to LA. But yeah. I don't think that that's as true anymore. Not for stand up right now. No. Kind of like the epicenter stand up is kind of New York oh, right sure. now. Oh sure, downtown yeah. at the Comedy Cellar. That's, sure. that's and and like even like TV stuff. Like I've been on TV plenty and been able to make a living supporting my whole family. I've never I've worked maybe 2 days in LA my whole yeah. in 7 years, you know. Um so I think, you know, I'm planned to stay in New York and and what's good now is that New York has changed so much and things are so expensive there, especially real estate, but because I'm like an original considered an original family from New York you know my mother still has the house that I grew up in yeah it was you know it was like a she bought it for like thirty thousand dollars in the 80s and now it's worth like a million dollars so yeah so we have real estate like there's no reason for me to leave no know? no it, it, you know it's a great city like I said we're going back there in January I used to go back there a lot I used to practically live at the Chelsea Hotel oh sure and uh, that's now, haunted yeah that it's, hotel. it's haunted oh yeah. yeah a lot of great artists there sure and right now it's closed and I'm waiting for it to reopen yeah you know somebody bought it and they said they're refurbishing it which kind of made me sick to my stomach yeah, it made me sick, sick. inside yes. my stomach to hear this. Yeah, like going, it's like going to St. Patrick's Cathedral and go, we're gonna knock all these walls down. And go, what are you? You're disgusting. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> Freaking gross. Why my ears are Dude, now bleeding? You know what's the biggest thing for me? What's I was that? talking about this last night. Is that everybody, all the guys out here in in Phoenix, just wear sandals. Like yeah, I know, I, no, I not me. I come out here and see men's feet. Yes. I wasn't raised like that. Yes, you are right. I wasn't right. raised like that. New you York are City, right, Chris. You gotta have, if you're a guy, the, the, the number one rule, put your freaking socks on yeah. when you come out of the house. Show some manners. Women, you can have your feet out. Women got beautiful feet. You don't want right. to see my toes. They Women are supposed to show feet. Uncircumcised penises. My toes <laughs> are gross. You don't want to see my disgusting feet. But everybody's out here at my show yesterday in flip-flops. No. I'm like, listen, there's a rule tonight. If you want to come to my show tonight as a guy, you can come. Just have some socks on. You know, I've had people work for me, and uh, uh, you know, in the past here, and they would show up, you know, in flip flops. I, I would tell them, I'd say, go home, go home, go Seriously. home. Yeah, go yeah. Home. Even wearing shorts right now. This is the first time I've ever shown up to do radio in shorts. And yeah, I, and even I feel a little weird about it. But it was so hot. It's so hot that I was like, I can put on shorts. Yeah. And you think it's hot right now? Well, we're t- a little chilly. Really? Yeah, for us. And it's like we, we got up this morning and Shirley goes, it, it's a little chilly. No, it's a scorch. Yeah. I'm wearing shorts. I'm, yeah. It's, it's hot. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you on a sandals thing. I don't know what that's... It's gross. Yeah. Sandals are banned. But the crowd, the crowd, you know, every, everything else seems good, man. See some cactuses, see some coyote. I want to climb up Camelback <laughs> Mountain. But then Mindy told me I'm going to get eaten by a freaking rattlesnake. Is um, there? Are there? Yeah. And so is I'm that gonna, what you told him? Did he? You, you just didn't want to take him. Yeah. What the hell is that about? You love to hike? Yeah. She so what, you don't want to hike with him? She, is there something wrong with him? Yeah, what's something wrong with his face? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what, because I, I, I'm not wearing flip-flops all of a sudden you can't trust me? <laughs> That's a very typical New York conversation. People going, how you doing? Why'd you say doing like that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you hear that, Joey, the way he said doing? Doing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, there's just it always just turns on you. aggression, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 
So uh, you, um, uh, like all good uh, Italian uh, Catholic boys from Brooklyn, you married a Puerto Rican girl or live. Your well, girls are together. You live yeah. together. Yeah, we don't met. We're not married. But. Gee, how's your family? I'm not talking about being Puerto Rican, but you come from like real Catholics. My mother's real old school Irish Catholic. Old, yeah. So, yeah. so I told her, you know. So wait a minute, you're Irish and Italian. Italian. My mother's 100 percent Irish, and my dad's. 100% you're more Catholic Italian. than the Pope. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. My mom's, you know, red hair, freckles, and my dad's just a goomba from the Bronx. Yeah. So, so um, I told them because I didn't know the girl. I didn't know my child's mom. We just met. And then you know whatever, and then uh, <laughs> and then like a month, and then like a month later, um, I, I yeah. didn't know her. I met her, whatever. No, baby, she was she was doing Zumba, <laughs> and I was like, boom. And then and then she said, um, so she, you know she tells me she's pregnant. So I'm like, uh oh. So I, yeah. you know, first thing I do is call my dad. You got to do the right thing. Got to do the right thing. And my dad's like, congrats. You know, my dad's my dad's just an old school guy. He's like, oh yeah. nice. You know, she mm -hmm. hot. Whatever. You know, whatever. He's like, look. He's like, you're 30 years old. You have an education. You have a job. Mm -hmm. You know, you do. Do you want to be a dad? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, how are you going to feel if if you did the other thing? If you got rid of it? He's yeah. like, are you going to live? Can you going to? Is that going to bother you? I said, probably bother me my whole life. He's like, well, then have the kid. Yeah. And then you know, and then I told my mom. And she just couldn't handle it at first. She just like hung up the phone and wouldn't talk to me. But now it's gotten to a point where like my gra uh, their granddaughter, my sure. daughter, is like that. My parents didn't talk to each. My parents hate each other. They've hated each other almost my whole life. Are they still married? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. No, divorced. And um, and and uh, and now like my daughter's just like brought them together. Sure. So now they talk. My dad, my stepmom, and my mom. They all hang out. They all do things together. All with my baby so yeah. it's good how old is your how old is your daughter now she's a year and a half a year and a half a year and a half yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like you know uh, it's just uh i don't know it's crazy like all my friends you know my peers were like you're gonna ruin your career and this and that and i'm I, I my career has never been better she's yeah just, it's like you just have i just have like a, a total other reason to live like i didn't not that it was ever like overly selfish but i would just like you know when you're just single or, or even if you just have like a girlfriend you just and you have no kids you're like oh all i gotta do is pay my rent this month and do that and I'm good but now it's yeah. like, well now I have to make sure that like another human being is going to survive so you work like 10 times harder sure I think it you know yeah now, do you all live together we yeah. all live together and she has a son so I have a stepson a daughter her her mom lives there like I'm just <laughs> that's it I, I my whole life I mean there's times where I didn't like, really know her then whatever yeah, now <laughs> yeah, I adopted the whole family so you know, it's crazy. I mean, two years ago, you know, I would have, you know, probably shown up here, you know, hungover, yeah. you know, just whatever. But now I've totally, totally different way I look at life. Now you marry so, uh, your uh, your girlfriend, the woman you live with. Uh, yeah, we live together. Okay, uh, barely. Barely. We're hanging on. You're hanging on. We're okay. hanging on. Is uh, yeah. uh, is uh, and, and all people are the same. Okay, but she happens to be Puerto Rican. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah and Feisty you, Puerto Rican. Yeah, and you're Italian. Oh yeah. There's similarities, but there's a few differences there you go. as well, right? It's West Side Story, baby. <laughs> That's what it is. Right in the house. We're singing, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a jet. <laughs> As I come in, we're snapping, we're playing. No, she's a. Um, you know, she you should do that as like a little sketch yeah, video parody. Yeah, she's like a wild woman. I mean, yeah. she's you know, she's very like gel like she's Latina, so she's passionate. Yeah. You know? Um, very passionate girl. Um, which is good. I mean, she's an excellent, excellent mother, you know, but for me, it's like, you know, every time I come home, I'm like, Jesus, she gonna cut my penis off? What am I, you know, what am I gonna, you know, like, you know, like, uh, she's just always standing there with scissors. And being like, how was your trip? 
and then just like, <laughs> just like looking at me, and I'm just like, uh oh. Um, so you know, I got to adjust to that. But you know, look, the the truth is, you know, we're in a real. We've known each other for two years, and we have a, a daughter who's a year and a half. So yeah. you know, it is what we got into this saying we're going to try to make this work. But we don't really know if we're right for each other. How can you know? We we knew each other for a month, and then we have a baby. We know that we love our daughter. Yeah. So you know, it's hard because this job. You know, even though I get to travel, and, and this job is not cool to her. You know what I mean? Now, it may be cool to other people, but to her, she's like, I don't want to. What I just have to sit home and while you're out, sure. and, and you know, breaking your ankle on Camelback. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be the girl that's just waiting. So I get it. I get it. You know, I get what where her fears are, and I get where her insecurities are. But it's like I gotta live. You know, I've, I, I, I used to be a physical therapist. I sacrificed yeah. everything. To do this career and it's and it's going okay so far and I love my daughter so it's like you can't now make me feel guilty from like I support you and everything that we do but she's like yeah but you know I just she now she feels like she didn't do anything with her life and I'm like Jess like I I'll help you but like you can't make me feel like I'm doing the wrong thing when I'm doing the right thing it's not you're, gonna work you're telling that to a Puerto Rican girl from New York yeah that's their job yeah, to I make know. you feel bad feel bad I know <laughs> I know. They're like Italian girls. My <laughs> wife, my wife is Mexican. Your Mexican yeah. heritage. Their job yeah. is to make you feel oh, bad. Oh, yeah, Mexican. Well, yeah. Oh, she's Mexican. Okay. Yeah. We have a support group on Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> for white guys dating Latino women or married to Latino women. You can Skype in. It's a little better that I'm older. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, it's like we we, we have. Uh, first off, you should tell her what is her name? Jasmine. Jasmine. Hello. Jasmine. Jasmine. If you get to listen to this. Uh, I, I know which comics cheat on the road and which ones don't. Yes. Without ever talking to them. And the guys who work out don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Because that's the reason they're working out. Yes. Because you're on the road. You're by yourself. Yeah. Occasionally, somebody's going to come up at the yeah. club. Some Either a waitress or, or right. a customer and go, I just think you're really funny. And the way they say funny, you're going, I can sleep with them now. Right. The guys who work out don't do it. No. They're, they're working all that out. Yes. There. Is there hiking? Jasmine, <laughs> if you're listening, I had sex with the elliptical last night. Okay? <laughs> I promise. <laughs> it's, it's the guys that come in. They got like bandy arms and three days beard, you know, yeah. and their hair messed up. Those guys cheat. They're on dope. Yeah, you know, yeah, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with people on. I was on dope for a long time as yeah, a young man. I enjoyed thing. it. Yeah, yeah. During during its time, but uh, I can tell you, the guys who come in and go, "Where do you hike? Where do you?" I go, "This guy, he's got someone back home. Yeah, he's just trying to avoid causing a problem oh, yeah. when the plane lands Sunday." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my friend. I got my friend that's flying out from New York today just so I can have a roommate. So there's not even a temptation <laughs> of bringing a girl back. So it's like, well, I can't have a girl, but you know, I'm not going to sleep next to my stupid idiot snoring knucklehead Brooklyn friend. He He's like my support. He's like my coach, you know, yeah. like, because, you know, look, you know, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, to just be like, I'm on the road. Because, you know, then you get lonely. And then when she's, you know, a girl's yelling at me from 3,000 miles away, yeah. accusing me of cheating. It's like, well, why don't I just do it then? Yeah. But, you know, but then I think about my daughter. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. you got to go back and uh, you gotta go back. if that ever happens. Yeah. I mean, I got yeah. I got, uh, uh, I got got two grandkids through marriage and I got a 26-year-old daughter. Yeah. And you don't want to have to go back and explain that to them. No. You know? No, no, yeah. no. Not at all. Yeah. So, but, you know, but we'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. With, uh, day at a time. With day at a time. Yeah. Exactly what my dad says. Just take this thing a day at a time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you, you're, you know, you. He, my dad's like, look, you had a baby with a girl after knowing her for a month. Okay. Yeah. The likelihood of that working out is small. It can work, but yeah. I mean, why? Wh- do you think that there was going to be zero issues? So you can't sit here and be like, what am I doing? Like you got into a situation where this is this is you're going uphill. 
So understand that there's gonna, it's going to be hard. I'm going to double up the pressure on you. I'm sorry. I'm Please do. do. Let's go. Okay. Let so- the goal of this podcast <laughs> is to give me a stroke. I want to. So- I want to walk out of here with the right side of my body numb. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to after this. All right. So uh, I was uh, I was married and I was single for about ten years. Okay. Okay. Or about eight years, and I, I met Shirley. Married okay. and you were single at the same time. Uh, married. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. One of those married single guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I yeah. was married, then got a divorce. Yeah. Okay. It was single. Okay. And then I met Shirley, and and I kind of didn't really get in any serious relationships. My daughter was in junior high and high right. school, and you know, kind of mess up that mix. Sure. You know, because I'd seen that happen. So I met Shirley. Okay, and uh, and we hit it off, and we fell in love, and we were living together. But then her daughters started having kids, mm-hmm. and I have a daughter, and. Uh, this wasn't the only reason. It was one of uh, a whole bunch of a basket, a basket of good reasons to get right. married. But I go, I don't want. My, if I'm telling my daughter, you know, that the goal should be to marry someone who loves you, that you cherish and you take care of, and if I got little grandkids who right. won't know who the hell I am, is he our grandpa or not our grandpa? That the right thing to do because there were children involved was get married. Right. So I just thought I'd lay that on lay you. That. Well, no, I've thought about that. <laughs> I've thought about that, yeah. but I also see. I guess because I'm just a little younger than you, yeah. marriage to me. You're a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, like marriage is not like instituted so much in my. We did the big wedding and everything. Yeah. See, yeah. like I, I'm not anti that because yeah. I think like whatever you want to do is cool. Yeah. But like I was raised by single parent, like with just I was co-parented, just two parents that sure, loved yeah. me, and yeah. I was like, I know if they were married. They would have hated each other, and I would have felt that. I never felt any of that. Every time I was with my dad, he was happy. Every time I was with my mom, she was happy. If I would have wow. lived with them, yeah. they would have been miserable, and then I think I would have been miserable. Like So I think about that. Like, what do I real? do I want my, I don't know. What, we only have to get married for like a month. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I you get married for a month, and you tell your daughter, look, we were married. We tried. Like, yeah, we tried. Yeah. See, my parents stayed married. They married at like 15 and 16. Right. And they were together until, you know, until uh, the end, uh, and they were the types that would uh, fist fight each other on the front lawn on Saturdays, and sometimes right. mom would win. But on Sundays, we all went to church. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that, and that's the cool. family's intact. Yeah, but your eyes falling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Let's don't switch know. the subject a, a moment to uh, no. why we should all hate the Cubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a guy, their first baseman, though, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Great guy, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Great Italian. Well, actually, that show that I that I hosted here, me and Anthony Rizzo, we went to a parking lot in Phoenix somewhere, and we I lobby, lobbed him uh, meatballs, and he was hitting meatballs with the yeah. bat, you know, for the show. And then we didn't realize, like, when the shoot was over, we drenched some guy's BMW in sauce and meat. And I oh, you were like, when you say meatballs, I thought you were talking about like lobbing. No, no, really actual, actual real meatballs, meatballs <laughs> that we were this kid was smashing them, and then we didn't even realize. And I was like, oh, we got to go. But he, um, he's one of those dudes, Anthony Rizzo, that um, I, uh, I really got along with uh, well. So I, that's why I cheer for the Cubs because I like, I like him. I like. But Rizzo. you're from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn, and Anthony Rizzo sounds like a and guy the who Cubs could be are from playing. Brooklyn. The Dodgers, yeah. originally from Brooklyn. Originally from Brooklyn. So, yeah, there's... Well, once the Yankees are out, I really don't, you know, yeah. I don't care. That doesn't care. Are there still old guys in the neighborhood who are who still... Who like the Dodgers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the Giants. There's still Dodgers and Giants fans in uh, in Brooklyn. Still. Are there still guys mad that they moved? That I haven't heard. Um, I, I mean, maybe. I mean, I've never sat down and, and, and talked to them about it, but 
No, I don't think I don't think they're mad. Well, actually, maybe. I mean, there's yeah. still some guys that won't eat sushi. There were guys that are very angry they, about that. They their... still think Japan is the enemy. <laughs> you know, like, still some guys are like, you eating sushi? <laughs> you traitor? What? I was watching a ball game my great-grandfather once. This is a long time ago. He was like 89. Yeah. And he, he was like a tough old guy, World War One veteran. Yeah. This and that, like John Wayne for real. And I go down to his house to watch a ball game with him. I think I should watch a ball game with Grandpa. And uh, I'm in my 20s, and I go, who's playing Gramps? He goes, somebody in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I go, oh, wow, he's slipping. You know, yeah. and finally I go, I go, I think they're in Los Angeles now. He goes, they'll always be Brooklyn to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll always be the Brooklyn bums, right? Yeah. That's what they call yeah. them. I know. So you're pulling for the Cubs. I'm pulling for the Cubs. Um, I think Cubs, Indians uh, would be a great World Series. Indians haven't won since, I think, 45 Cubs since 1908. So you'd have one of them win in a long time. I think that would be great for the ratings for MLB. Yeah. Um, I think, it, yeah, a lot of people do would you watch. Think, do you think those are pretty small and markets? I don't have a, and I don't have any shows lined up next weekend or the weekend after, so I don't care. It's not like the World Series is going to take away from my draw. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> so now's the perfect time to have the <laughs> highest rated World Series of all time. It's the perfect time to do it when I'm not on the road trying to sell tickets. <laughs> Did you play sports as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah huh? I, played, I played basketball. Um, I play baseball too, but yeah. mostly basketball. Mostly basketball was my was my thing. No football. I should have played football. I didn't play football. You know, and then other book, CeeLo, You know, for for almost all boys, uh, uh, we it, when we're very young, we kind of harbor this fantasy of playing mm-hmm. professional sports. And then at some point in your life, you realize it's not going to happen. For me, it was at five. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> yeah. You, at five, I go, there's yeah. probably no After I ran down the court and collapsed with an asthma attack, <laughs> I knew that this wasn't for me. Yeah. When I was striking out in kickball. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Breaking out into hives. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I hope. I, I love sports. I think it was great to play sports. It, you know, a lot of camaraderie teaches you, like, Leadership and teamwork and how to a work great place others. to score steroids too. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to get some juice, <laughs> right there. Get the juice. Have you ever juiced? No, I've never juiced. I no? wish I should. I should just start doing it. You now. should just juice just up. Get juiced up. Next time I come out, I'd be like, "What the hell?" I was going to do an experiment where I like juice like mad, but didn't work out. Really? Just ate like a lot of fast food. You would be fat, and and gross. <laughs> just yeah. to see. It was just an idea I had once. I was bored. That's good. You know, I, I, well, I'm happy you, do it. you probably would have been dead. <laughs> uh, so I'm happy you went against that. I juiced in my 20s. You did? Yeah, for, did. for a, a period of time. Were you a monster? I, got, I, I turned into a monster quick. Not, not like uh, uh, overly aggressive. I was already overly aggressive. I was in my 20s, and I was a guy. Yeah. But uh, With a ponytail. Uh, no, I had no, pony, yeah, what? no ponytail at this the time. This is a late edition, this the ponytail. Is, uh, this is a re-edition. There was one in, one in the 70s, one yeah. in the 90s, then back. You pull it off. You pull off the PT nice. Yeah, I'm thinking about cutting it off. i got to be honest. A, what? Are you going to donate it if you cut it off? Yeah, I'm going to give it to uh, uh, um, I'm going to give it to Locks of Lips, which is a whole different organization. <laughs> I don't even want to talk. It's very underground. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Yes, you get to a point. I was sitting in a, a restaurant, and I'm looking out the window, and I go, how come everyone with a ponytail looks like an asshole except me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, you look good in it. Yeah, you yeah. pull it off. Yeah, we, as you, we, yeah, I'm in my 60s, and you're still trying to like not look like you're in your 60s. You go, well, I'll grow long hair. I'll wear bell bottoms and a Nehru jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything to avoid, like, you know, the Velcro tennis shoes yeah. and the big floppy hat. You don't need that. I know. I'm yeah. staying at the um, Marriott Canyon Villas thing, and it seems like it's nice over there, but it's all, all old, old, old people. Yeah, because they have money. Like yeah. yeah. I got a free st- I want a free stay. That's how. Oh, I'm really? Like, yeah, I'm staying there. I for see, free, is that baby. where Rick is not? Because that's not the normal. No, place. Rick has got the condo, 
which I'll stay in one night, but now for now I'm in the villas. Yeah. Acting nice. It's How'd good. you win this? I don't know. I just put a, last year I just, you know, filled out um, like a card, you know, like that Marriott had like some booth up and uh, I just put my name in to win a thing and they called me like two weeks later. Kind of like when my girlfriend called me two weeks later. I was like, you won another kind of lotto. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you also won this child. Um, did you buy in right away? Did you make her take a blood test? Um, well, you know, I was like, I t said to her, I was like, look, I was like, I'm going to, you know, support this, whatever. I was like, but just so like, I know, like we need to do something like, and she was cool with it. She's like, look, I get it. So we did a pre paternity test actually. Yeah. When she was like 12 weeks pregnant. And all I had to do was give like my saliva and she gave her blood and they were able to tell from Isn't that. that how a baby is made with saliva and blood? Saliva and blood. <laughs> yep. That's how you that make it. That could be the title of your next yeah, comedy saliva, CD. Saliva, blood, and Sali tequila. <laughs> That's how you make a human. Um, so, so, so I, uh, yeah, so I knew it was. And then I also for the first, when she was born, like the first three days of her life, she looked exactly like my dad. But we were like, wow, this is going to be a really ugly kid. Um, we're like, we feel bad for this girl already. But now she looks like her mom, so she's beautiful. But, but. But in the first, I feel like that's like God's way. Had you gone out with her mom for a while, or was this like a one-time shot? You no, yeah, it was like it was like what? Yeah, no, I hadn't. Now I have gone out with her mom quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, um, but 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 um. But how, and how old is the mother? If the I mother's. Uh, we're both thirty-two. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So the mom. Yeah. So yeah. not kid, kids, young. No, no, no. Yeah, young, yeah, adults. Young, yeah, but I mean, like you know, yeah. kind of. Like, uh, I mean, well, now people are not having kids, so they're 40. So some yeah. people are like, oh, you're too young to have a kid. I'm like, what? My mother had me when she was like 18. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, look, I, it's, it's one of those scenarios. If anything else, I mean, it's positive for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, but, you know, gave me a lot of new thing to talk about on stage. Um, I have a sitcom. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I just I get, I talk about. I'm so, running out of material. Can I get someone yeah, pregnant? What can I do? Everybody uh, else is doing their rehab shit. Yeah, I need to do. Yeah. Pro-life. Yeah. So it's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. I love it. Now, and, you know, now I'm going on the road with this. Now I just, I miss the baby so much. So I you're you're, you're, you're just going to the fun stuff, man. When you start really walking and talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, now she can say. Now, now I can. Not she's little by little like starting to tell us her thoughts, you know, yeah. about stuff. So that's really cool. Like I'm starting to feel like I know, actually know my daughter. You know, yeah. I've been there with her since day one, but sure, I, you know, she just looks at you and then shits her pants. <laughs> you know, I do that now in my 60s. Yeah, <laughs> I had a similar experience because my daughter came to me uh, uh, fully farmed at five months. Oh, and uh, it was it was literally one of those things where like Friday no baby, Saturday baby, right? You know, and it was it was a uh, you know. Uh, People who are members of our extended family who um, had an odd concept of how to uh, make withdrawals from a bank. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of walking in with a pen, they walked in with a note already written saying, I have a gun. So right. uh, yeah. uh, so I, it was one of those where it, it, very similar to yours where it was it was kind of like a, a shock, to the, a good shock to the system. Where I was sitting going, all right, what do I do with a baby? Right. I didn't know what to do with her. She's five months. And, and my wife at the time, I came home from the road. Yeah. Okay. I was I, I worked at San Jose in Portland, and I come home and the, the you know the baby's there asleep, and the next morning she hands me the baby. She goes, "Here's the diapers. Here's the formula. I'm going to work," and I'm sitting there with a baby. Wow. <laughs> I'm going. That's crazy. I'm, and I'm calling. I couldn't call her. I'm calling women I know. Going. How do you know? Can you kill them by feeding them too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't know what's Yeah, I didn't even know like for the first few months like you can't give the baby water. I yeah. was like, what? Uh, how, how does it? What, what is it? No, drink? that's Italian babies. Yeah, you don't give the baby water. You don't give the not <laughs> only New York water. <laughs> 
so, but I was like, oh wow, I can't give the kid water. <laughs> I found out. I found too recently. I was cleaning out because I was like nervous. I was like, how am I gonna, you know? Because I don't know how to do anything. Like I really, I don't know how to fix anything. I just have no idea how to live life. Yeah. I just, I, I just kind of like stumble around life every day. Sure. Like, I'm like always almost tripping. Like that's my <laughs> life. Like I almost fell. Is every day for me. Um, <laughs> So I found I was practicing how to do like how to like change diapers and um, put on diapers on, on like another person. On, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on my dad and um, and uh, on all on on her stuffed animals that like you know she had gotten for like the baby shower. And then we found all these stuffed animals the other day, all with diapers on them. And they're like, "What kind of freak weirdo?" I was like, and I didn't tell anyone I was doing. It. I was like, "Oh, I put the diapers on the stuffed animals." And the whole family was like, "Why would you do that?" I was like, "I was practicing." You know? <laughs> But, you know, and then my daughter. So it's easier now. You just, it's not the pins like your mommy no, no, no. on you. No, it's just a quick, I mean, sometimes she, we give her pull-ups or she has, um, you know, the, the like, you know, Velcro ones. Yeah. Whatever, and it's, uh, yeah, it's good. And I can, I didn't, some of my other friends have kids and they don't do diapers. I'm like, I love, I get right in there. Yeah. I get right into the shit. Yeah. When I had my daughter, I went, okay, I got to do diapers. I had a, yeah. um, I had a nephew many years before that, that I really loved that I'd watch. But if he crapped his pants, I just left it like that to whoever came home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't clean anybody else up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But my kid. Your own kid, yeah. Your own kid, yeah. And you I mean, a girl, it's, you know, it's hard because you got to crevices and you got to get in there. But you yeah. got to do it. You it's different with boy. I've actually seen because we had the grandson where it changes the diaper and all of a sudden yeah. he just takes a whiz and shoots in the air like a geyser. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you don't have that with a uh, with, uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know my dad told me when I was born, like, the, you know, they picked me up. And as soon as they picked me up, the doctor like was checking me and I peed in the doctor's eye <laughs> and then they came back a week later for like that you know two weeks later for the visit yeah. and they had an eye patch on they said oh <laughs> your, your son's urine gave me an infection in my eye like, nice <laughs> <Yeah>. nice shot <laughs> it had been good they brought me back two weeks and I did it again I did it again <laughs> like let me see it <laughs> you want more you want more <laughs> come I'm on back full of piss if that's what you like, that's what you get. Yeah. It's kill is it are we allowed to curse on this or you have to be clean? You can you can curse on oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. I wasn't sure. Now what's your father do for a living? My father, we don't really know what he does for a living. <laughs> Nobody well now he's retired from whatever. Now he just You never retired yeah, from whatever. Whatever. I mean now he just he just sits at home and, you know, yells at the T V. But he never had like a real job no. I mean, like you know and everything was kind of like in cash always and like my dad's <laughs> friends were always just like those guys yeah who would like run around like those knock around guys yeah um so you know but i don't care like i, I yeah I, my friends used to be like you should just ask your dad point blank what he does you should just ask him if he was straight out in the mafia but i was like i don't want to know because if he told me stuff that i was like be like not proud of i'd i'd I don't want to look – because he's the greatest dad ever. So it's like I don't right. want to – I don't really care what he did before. I knew he was in jail, you know, before a lot before I was born. So there's that, you know. But There's always that. I was in jail that. a lot, you know. So yeah. it's not a – yeah, and I was a member of no organization. And, like, I know, like, any, when I was a kid, like, you know, my dad would always say, like, you know, like I would, I would ask him times. Like, I'd be like, oh, dad, like, what are you doing? He'd be like, oh, I'm actually – an accountant and like I would hear my mother laugh like oh yeah he's an accountant my ass he's an accountant okay Tony way to go way to lie to your son fucking idiot <laughs> you know like that's I remember always hearing because he would always have like a new job yeah yeah that's what he oh yeah what are you this week oh yeah what do you play for the Yankees too unbelievable Tony unbelievable just tell him the truth your filth 
Do you do this on stage? It's very no. funny. No, yeah. I guess yeah. I should. <laughs> no, that is hilarious, yeah. man. No. <laughs> Clock it in your no. in your. I talk mind. about science on stage. That's I don't do any of this. Yeah. I talk about molecular biology. <laughs> it is so funny. You asking your dad as a little kid what he does, and he's telling you, and your mom's standing back going, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah. That's Good a joke. That is a new bit for you. It's true. You don't really want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, I didn't want, you know, my dad, when I got older, and I mean, like, older than you, and my dad, and I'd be back visiting my dad, he started to tell me stuff, and i go, I don't want to hear that right. from you. Right. And he, go, but he goes, well, Tone, you're my, you're my friend. I go, yeah, dad, we're friends, but you're actually my dad. You're my dad. Yeah, and right. you got go go find another guy to tell this, this stuff yeah. to, because I need you to be my dad. Right. My daughter, um, um, I've been known to uh, uh, attend 12-step meetings on a pretty regular basis right. for over half my life now. Nice. And when she was little, I didn't know what to do with her. Yeah. So I would just take her with me. Why not? Yeah. And uh, uh, and when she was older one time, she said, I know you don't tell your whole story when I'm in the room. Oh. And I go, well, you're right. I don't. She goes, yeah. well, I want to know your whole story. And I go, here's the deal. I said, when you're uh, 15, I'll tell you 25% of my story. Yeah. When you're 18, I'll tell you another 25%. When you're 21, I'll tell you another 25 And the rest... Ain't none of your business. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you want to keep an illusion. So I get not asking yeah. your, your father if he was, uh, yeah, like if he I, worked for John Gotti. Did he work for John Gotti? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, well, here's how Sammy I Sammy the Bull. Did here's he work what, for Sammy? Here's what happened. I remember, this must have been about 10 years ago now, in the newspaper one morning, there was front page, the FBI rounded up like 120 known mob guys and had them in this uh, auditorium and like there was just a picture of all of them all of them like they got all got arrested for all different kinds of things and it was like the biggest mafia sting since the 80s and it was like front page news and then I looked at the pictures just like you know through my day and I noticed like five of them were at my dad's barbecue <laughs> two days before and I was like okay well that's like one of those things was like if my dad knows he's he wasn't involved in that but no I'm, like, I'm sure that it was something and like yeah I don't want to know like my family my you know dad and my mom like they're still like where i'm older now so you know we talk about more adult things but sure this, i still look at them like authority like i yeah. wouldn't curse around them or even like my dad's a guy's guy but i wouldn't talk to him you know when i was single about my escapades. no no I, my dad doesn't care no. you know i mean he probably wants you know he wants you know he wants i'm sure there's times where i know he's asking questions to like live vicariously like yeah. he says things like when i when he first met because my you know jazz and uh, is beautiful spanish woman like as a joke he's like i bet she's got a hot mom and i was like your wife is standing right next to you <laughs> my step you, you've been married to diane for 35 years <laughs> and you have a fake hip and diabetes so <laughs> yes she does have a hot mom but what are you gonna bang her through dialysis stop it <laughs> Stop it, Dad. Just go sit down and have a cookie. <laughs> I can't, but yeah. I can have a hot Puerto Rican woman if you're yeah. by. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. have a cookie, can't have a woman. Yeah. That becomes probably later on. We were, uh, uh, do you know, um, does your, do you know if your dad takes uh, like Viagra or Levitra or anything? You yeah. know, not that I know of. Not not yeah. that I know of at all. Um he probably can't with all the other medications yeah. he takes. He probably can't take it. Yeah. Um, but I know that they go to Atlantic City once a month um, <laughs> and hang out. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if him and my wife, uh, him and uh, his wife, I don't know what the hell they do. He's been married to my stepmom for literally. I'm 32. He's been married to her for like 30 years. Okay. So yeah. so I don't know. They never had kids, but you're from New York. Uh, both yeah. the presidential candidates are. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask you this uh, before we wrap it up. And by the way, we were talking to Chris Stefano. Yes. Who's going to be? Who, who does he, not wrap it up? He has a kid. He does not wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, yes. which is at 5350 East High Street. 
uh, and it's e e very easy to find. Just Google it. People ask directions now. I go Google. Just Google. Google. Just Google yeah. it, stupid. Yeah. I What I used to hate, if I gave someone directions, I was slightly wrong, they come back and yell at me. Right. You can never yell at me now because the only direction I give you is Google. Right. But Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, uh, and it's easy to find on the web. It's houseofcomedy.net. That's houseofcomedy.net. If you hit me up on my uh, personal Facebook page, Tony Visick, V-I-C-I-C-H, I might be able to hook you up with a couple of free passes. You're there tonight for two shows. Tonight, two shows. Saturday for two shows. And Sunday and for one Sunday show. Sunday for one show. Sunday's got, the dagger show. I got a, I got, I got two questions yeah. to ask you. First one yes. is, do Opie and Anthony hate each other now? Um. Well, they... You know, because you were on the, you were I, on the show. I work with them. I, and yeah. I work with... I'm, I'm, I'm one of Opie's co Opie has his own show now. I'm one of his you know regular co-hosts. Yeah. Um, and Anthony is great, too. I, you know, I don't know Anthony as well as I know. I've done Anthony's show a, a few times. And he's Opie, on the afternoon now opie's on the afternoon now okay they definitely had their differences but i think they've they've you know rekindled um as much as they can and i think everything between opie jim norton and anthony i think everything is as good as it can be in a situation like that um i think they all respect each other's work um you know as far as like personally like are they going to each other's birthday parties i, I don't know um but they definitely, um, the way it is now, Opie having his own show, Jim having his own show, and Anthony having his yeah. own show is the best. It's best for them three as people and also as audience, it's best for the listeners because sure. everybody is like happy. Like ev they're all divorced now. They're all happily divorced. You know, <laughs> that's how it is because it was for a while there. They, you know, they just weren't digging each other anymore. And I think the audience knew. And now that they're separate, I think everybody's show is thriving um, in the way that they wanted to. So it's good. So, I mean, it's got to be kind of frightening, you know, when that whole thing went down. Um, uh, I just gave that diplomatic presidential. <laughs> you did, you they did very good. They fucking hate yeah. each other, <laughs> and you know it. An uh, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony was fired for expressing, you know, very strong kind yeah. of edgy, controversial right. opinions. That's how those guys make a living. Yes. And yes. that somehow there was one out of the thousands of words, hundreds of thousands of words they said being edgy, being controversial. Right. They're not only you know pushing the line, but go, we're moving the line over, we're, and then he get, he got fired over right something that was pretty strong, yeah, but not that much different from a lot of things they had done previously. Yeah, it seemed like they were you know not that I agree with what Anthony said, but I just no I, no I, it's I, not a matter of that. But I just think they, like they were looking for a reason to kick yeah. him out, and that was their they they were like oh here we go he's got he's out of here yeah um so. Uh, you know, and Opie did try to fight, you know, for him. I that, yeah. I, know, that I know for sure. I know some yeah. of the fans tweet today, Opie turned his back. He did not. Opie yeah. tried. Opie did yeah. not want to lose Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Um, but the I mean, when Anthony did, I, I sit there and I go, oh, well, I don't, it, it didn't work for me. Right. I didn't think it was, but I go, when I heard he's getting fired, I go, but this is what they do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's a little hypocritical to yeah. fire him for that. But, you know, it is what it is. The, the, the top bosses over there are going to do what they want. So, yeah. you know. It is what it is. So you're a New Yorker. You got two people. Uh, uh, one who was born and raised um, in Queens, you know, Donald Trump, <laughs> and yeah. and one who was a United States senator. Yeah. Okay, uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And I, how's it going down in New York right now? What are people thinking? People don't know. I think what to do. I think m m people. I think although nobody loves Hillary. Yeah. I think we also like you know we can't. You can't really vote for Trump. I mean, it's a little, you, it's like some one of those things like you can't, even though, even if you think that he's going to be better for the country than Hillary, you just, the things he said, you're like, I, you can't. Well, isn't he, he's kind of in New York, though, isn't he? Like, your kids, you're growing up, and there's that one weird kid. He talks too much. He's goofy. He's yeah. insecure. Yeah. You know, he's always doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. 
Yeah. And then uh, that yeah. is who Donald Trump is the most New Yorkers. Yeah, Don, well, Donald Trump, look, Donald Trump is absolutely, you know, from New York. I mean, you yeah. can check his birth certificate, but he's not like, he. Like, I feel like he's... What are you bringing a birth certificate thing up for now? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's George Obama? Um, he, he, um, he, uh, you know, people who are really, like, real New Yorkers, I think, you yeah. know, it's kind of like blue collar, like, you know, work hard. Usually, like, you know, I know he lived in Queens, but then he grew up, was raised in Manhattan, private yeah. school. That's not like... No. He, he doesn't have the accent. He doesn't talk like us. He, doesn't he couldn't sound, find the M train to save his soul. He doesn't know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you asked him where's the best bagels and pizza, he would have no idea. Yeah. You know, he, he, because everything was always catered to him. So, you know, for that, I think New Yorkers, we're not like, oh, we love the... I, to be honest, I mean, the pulse of New York was everybody loved Bernie Sanders. I mean, yeah. he just sounded like your old Jewish neighbor. Uh-huh, who yeah. just, you know what I mean? He yeah, was just sure. yelling... That yeah. the paper wasn't delivered on time, and that's the kind of guy that we all like. Okay, because <laughs> that, that was always the teacher in our school. Like yeah. that, that was always the leader. Was this guy who looked and sounded like Bernie Sanders? Yeah. He would yell me to pull my pants up and <laughs> you know stop chewing gum in the halls. Yeah. That's who we thought should be president. But you know now, I, you know it seems at least in New York. I mean, it seems to us like it'd be unfathomable for Trump to even win. It doesn't seem like he even has a chance. Yeah. Um, but then when I come to other places, like like I mentioned Indianapolis, like these men were so pro-Donald Trump that I feel like they would push their dicks back just so he could grab their pussy. That's literally, they're going to go up to the voting booths like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs because they love Donald Trump to the nth degree. And there's that. So I think either way, whomever wins, um, there's going to be some type of backlash. Um, If Trump wins, you know, we'll have a problem. And if Hillary wins, I think the Trump supporters will have a problem with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think New York is just like, you know, New York is also like an island off the coast of real America. Like, yeah. I feel like things don't affect us the way it maybe affects the middle of the country, you know, because we just have our own things that we're going yeah. on. And, like, you know, there's so much other distractions in New York. Like, sometimes we don't even watch the debate or know what's going on because there's a thousand other things that we have to sure. worry about. They're just getting from this block to this block. Just that, yeah, you know, sit in traffic for five hours. I was thinking, I was thinking about it, you know, like I said, my, my wife and I are going in January. There's just a whole different way your brain works there as you're going, as you're talking about what's different on 100th Street than it is on 104th Street. Yeah. Someone in Indianapolis doesn't understand that. They, they go, it. it's different in Indianapolis than it is in Gary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 75 mile separations where in New York it can literally be around the block is sure. a whole different world absolutely i mean and and there's like you know different cultures like you know you could grow up a mile away from someone and never meet them once and you can live in yeah. new york for 80 years and you never met them because in between you and him in that one mile is you know 10 million people unless you're new in bay ridge because then yeah. they find out everything about you because they figure out if they're going to kill you or let you eat yeah if they if, <laughs> listen to me if you walk into bay ridge with a ponytail <laughs> we're going to know who you are we're going to know who you are I'm getting a haircut before we go. <laughs> yeah. Chris, man, thank you very much. What a wonderful hour, man. We yeah, appreciate man. it. This is Chris Destefano. He is at the House of Comedy, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, 5350 East High Street, houseofcomedy.net. Go down and check out his show. We're going to do it this weekend. We're not going to go see the Stones because we were going to go to Vegas and see the Stones, but yeah. Mick is sick and he might cancel at the last minute, and then so, I'll never get my money back from Ticketmaster. Come see us. So we'll come see you. We had a choice between you and the Stones. We're choosing you. Boom. You listen to This American Podcast on ComedySchoolsRadio.com. We'll be back at the top of the hour with Michael Ironside from Scanners and Starship Troopers and Top Gun.